This is the United We Stand podcast around the game at Aston Villa. This podcast is brought to you in association with Improve Easy. Improve Easy are helping United fans across the country save money on their energy bills by installing home improvement measures such as free solar panels, free boilers and free insulation. All you need to do is text the word EASY to 60777 to see if you qualify. That's the word EASY, E-A-S-Y. Text that to 60777. Why not give it a go? There's government funds and you might qualify. This podcast is slightly different to normal. At the back end of the podcast, the lads will be talking to United fans leaving Aston Villa. And the first part of the podcast, I'm in India. I've gone there because Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has been speaking in three different cities, Bangalore, Mumbai, where I met up with him, and Delhi, where I had a good chat with some United fans. The tour was brought to India by Tilak. He's a big United fan, and he been planning for eight or nine months to bring Ole Gunnar over to meet the very passionate Indian Manchester United fans. And it's been a pretty incredible experience being in India. So you can hear from some of their fans and find out why they support Manchester United before a coach back from Villa Park with lots of smiles on it. I'm in Delhi and I've just bumped into a group of lads who run the United Supporters Club here. What's your name? Uh, my name is Chetan. My name is Akhil. My name is Vibhur. My name is Sahil. And you're all involved in the, the Delhi Reds. Exactly. So yeah. when did you form? So it was founded in 2006 by a founding member, Dhruv. And I joined this back in 2014. And we've been hosting a lot of screenings. We've hosted crowds of upwards of 2001 game. So right here in Delhi, filled out three different pubs inside one place. So it was a huge, massive turnout and best screenings of our life. Are you an official supporters club? Yes. Exactly, yes. Yeah. We have so been. how many members do you have now? We have got 50 plus members for yeah. the United Supporters Club in New Delhi. Yeah. We have been affiliated by uh, United only and at that time uh, Jose was the manager when we got okay. the official certificate from the club. Okay. Yep. Um, have any of you been over to Old Trafford? Uh, no. You have? Yes. I have watched the Sir Bobby Charlton stand being inaugurated. And I was there on the 4th of April when it was inaugurated in 2016. I was there, I watched the game live. Louis Van Hal was our manager. And I remember 1-0, United won. Timo for, Timothy Fosu Mensa assisted and Martial scored. And right in front of me celebrated. So, <laughs> it was great, it was great. It was the best experience of my life. Who are the most popular English teams in Delhi? Manchester United is number one. The Liverpool fans have now started to show their faces in the past two, three years. But definitely United holds the top spot when it comes to the English teams being supported in Delhi at this moment. And do people watch Indian football as well? Not a lot, to be very honest. It's growing. It's growing. The It's more like north. the north side of India doesn't watch it a lot. But the, when you go to south or when you go to east, like cities like Kolkata, Kerala, India, they're mad about Indian football. So it's growing and I hopefully India plays in the World Cup sometime soon. That is my dream. One of my friends is managing out here. Yeah. Uh, he's managing in Goa. Okay. And he's doing well. He's a Spanish guy yeah. uh, called Manolo Marquez. And he once sold United. We stand outside Old Trafford. So he came here. He was at Hybrid Bad. 
Yeah, and then Hyderabad, and now he's down in Goa. So he's in the top division. Yeah, yeah. yeah and he's, ISL, that's the top Premier League in the. You can say it's the Premier League of India. Yeah, the ISL. Yeah, yeah. And he's doing doing well in that in, in the league. But there's not a lot of investment in uh, grassroots football in India. Okay. That is the biggest issue here. Even though there's a lot of popularity amongst the the people, and uh, a lot of the top schools have now started their own uh, football uh, institutes and academies, but still uh, that grassroots fundamental teaching of football is still lacking here in India at this moment. Are we allowed to talk about cricket? Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the the last test against England, or am I going to be chased out of here? The last test was good, uh, but England is playing quite well. The the brand of cricket that they play is quite entertaining, and if they have the the best bowlers available, baseball is going to be something that is going to take over, uh, and is going to have a lot of influence on how test cricket is played in the future. So I'm seeing some of the stadiums here for yeah. cricket, and they, yeah. they're among the biggest stadiums in the world. In fact, one of them seats 132,000. Ahmedabad. Yeah, and and that's not just like a North Korean 132,000. That is 132,000. How many times more popular is cricket than football in India at the moment? Yeah, it is very popular because there are not many teams in the cricket. If you talk about the world. Uh, but also India won the World Cup back in 1983. That really gave the boost to the new generation coming up in the uh, late, late 80s or early 90s. And again India won the World Cup in 2011 if you talk about the 50 over World Cup. So that's a big boost. So what uh, the boost that football is getting is from the Sunil Chetri if you talk about. He's the face of Indian football. Yeah. 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 So now he's asking us to come and see the matches in the stadium and support your team. That's what we are after. Why does India, a country of 1.4 billion, why does it perform so poorly at football? It's That's all about economics. Economics. All about economics. But there's because much smaller the, countries with a far lower GDP. When I'm talking about economics, economics related with the sport. Right. Indians, why do kids prefer uh, cricket? Right. Because the parents feel that if they are good at the game, they have a future there and they would be able to make money out of it and because of the popularity of the game. Whereas in football, they do not see that pathway, they do not see that level of progression where an Indian person or a person of Indian origin can probably reach to the level uh, that is expected out of the European uh, leagues. There was one Indian origin player that he used to play for Bayern Munich, but he only made two or three appearances. So the lack of people and the lack of ethnic uh, development in the modern European game or the representation of Indians in the modern European game is a major uh, factor at this moment. So when I came out the airport here in, in New Delhi, I saw a huge billboard with Tendulkar on it and I, I know that some of the cricketers are like major, major stars here, aren't they? And um, they're not football players, they just don't reach, yeah, reach that level at all. Like, people like Sachin Tendulkar, Virat Kohli, they worship here as like gods. So I met I met one of the big stars. He came to the FA Cup final last okay. year. Ranveer Singh probably. And yeah, he was he's a Man United fan. Oh, Man United uh, fan. And he, yeah. and he, about a cricketer? Yeah, I'm talking about a cricketer. Jurat Singh. And, and um, he's uh, one of the top Indian cricketers. He's retired now. Okay. Uh, that must be Yuvraj Singh. Yuvraj Singh. Singh. Yes. That's him. Yeah. Singh. That was him. Yeah. 
Was, um, he, was he like top he, level? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he won, a, he he won us the World Cup in 2011. And he was fighting cancer as well. Wow. Yeah. He had a big, big lad. Yeah. 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 I mean, he had a word with Clinton in the 2007 World Cup. <laughs> Can I ask you about New Delhi? Um, yeah. I've never been here before. Yeah. A lot of the time, capital cities, administrative cities are pretty boring, but I'm told that culturally, it's, this is a good place. Yeah, you can say they're best in India. Right. Yeah. I'm asking five men from Delhi, mm-hmm. is Delhi a good place? Is yes, it, is it, it is. Is it the best city in India? Exactly. You you're completely biased, though. No, no, no. I will tell you why it is the best city. So, in a city, if you find places to party, if you find the heritage, if you find the culture, if you find good people, and if you if you see that how welcoming they are and everyone is, so I guess these are the parameters where I see it is the best city. Right. Because um, most of the places you go, you might not find, you cannot party somewhere, you cannot like find the culture somewhere. So it, it has the biggest, like everything included in there. I'm someone who is traveling a lot. I've been to Bengaluru, I've been to Mumbai. I mean, they city, those cities are great, but the vibe Delhi has, no other city in this country can have the vibe that Delhi has. Okay. You have I, been to like three airports, you are traveling with Ole. What's your best experience? Mumbai, Delhi or Bangalore? I didn't go to Bangalore, but okay. I went I went there 10 years ago because a lad I know was managing Bengaluru called Ashley Westwood. Yeah. I, had a, I had a good time there. I've only been in, in is it Delhi or New Delhi? I, I think it's, it's the same. Delhi. New it's Delhi. New Delhi is the cap- the name of the city, okay. but it's known as uh, Delhi. 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 Yeah. So I've only been here. Yeah, heritage uh, is a name uh, that comes with heritage. Four hours. I'm having a. I mean, I've had a good time wherever I've been in India. Yeah. I feel the, the passion of the United fans here. I love the food here. <laughs> now tell me, because Indian food is the most popular yeah. type of food in England. Yeah. <laughs> The things we ask for, do they exist here? Can I give you some names of dishes yeah. which yes, I like? Sure. And you just say yes or no. You can have fish and chips. <laughs> no, no, I mean the Indian, Indian food. food yeah. Indian food, okay. India, chicken tikka masala. Chicken madras. Chicken madras. No. Madras yes, doesn't no. exist. Yes, no. it does. Chicken, chicken madras, it exists. Vindaloo uh, exists. Vindaloo. Yeah, that exists. Yeah, but it, it is easier for them to pronounce madras, so... Windaloo. They changed the names. What should you call it? Chicken Chennai. Chicken Chetinad. Yeah. That's a hot one though. Yeah. Right. Then butter chicken is the sweet one. Vindaloo? Vindaloo is like a medium South Indian chicken. Biryani? Biryani is in Hyderabad. Like it's very famous. Biryani, Hyderabadi biryani. Koma? Yes, yes, absolutely. Yes. In the you get the best Koma in Delhi. Tikka? Yeah. Chicken tikka. Chicken tikka, yes. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Can I, I talk history? Um, my grandfather was born here okay. because his father was in the British Army. How does colonialism, if you like, India's quite a, a young country since it's got its independence. I don't know whether I'm veering into dangerous areas If I talk about myself, here. my father used to work at British High Commission. Right. Yeah, so I got the Manchester United thing from there only. Right. Yeah. So it, did the British do anything good in India because sometimes I'm embarrassed Bridging cricket, you can tra- say that traveling around <laughs> the world debatable. that's debatable like I wouldn't want to go there right now no don't, don't, don't worry about it <laughs> 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 right just uh, through okay. a referendum right. yourselves right English uh, with the Brexit yeah so you must have thought, thought that something is not right being associated with the EU yeah even well. though EU did not oppress uh, the English or the British Isles so you have a sense of uh, you you can sense the kind yeah. of things that the Indians would have felt 
when they would have been ruled by somebody who's probably sitting 40000 kilometers ah, it's ridiculous yeah, it is i'm not i'm not i'm not somebody not make a fan of it as well yeah somebody sitting in london making policies about ridiculous. how people uh, should live their lives here so mahatma gandhi once went to manchester he went to black uh, blackburn he went to darwin actually in um, in lancashire did the british leave anything good here then cricket yeah trains railways, yes nice railway stations yeah, architecture you can see architecture and a lot of um like hill stations that they develop because yeah. they used to like set up colonies in our hill stations yeah so those are pretty good they've nice. been the same from that time itself so they haven't developed a lot okay. but it it is like staying true to the roots okay intellectually so, they left the law right the the laws that you follow in india are very very similar and they are based on the laws that you follow in britain okay. so india over the period of time has been able to grow because of the laws that were made by the british people because the 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 thing that you get that the british are intellectuals they think a lot about things they were very well traveled across the world so they got to experience different cultures they got to see different things and whatever uh, the laws the more matured they are the better they are for the people as well so for for that the law system the governance system that okay. british gave i'm learning i'm learning here boys <laughs> i mean i know we could do the negatives but this podcast is only 16 hours long so <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to dwell on on things but thank, thank you for um, well you're on it now mate that's what we're recording thanks, um thanks for for being so welcoming and manchester united fans who are listening to this around the world but mostly in manchester and and mostly in england will i think will be be quite interested Is it just Premier League football or are Barcelona and Madrid popular here or are Milan European football on the European football yeah so the top 5 followed clubs in India would be Manchester United Arsenal Barcelona Real Madrid and probably Chelsea And what about the other team in Greater Manchester? Bo- Bo- Let's <laughs> Manchester. No one talks about Manchester. Because you know, Bolton Wanderers. Oh, we. I heard the other day. Yeah, he was into construction. He had a big tattoo of Stoke City all plastered over his chest. He was a guy of Indian origin who stayed in Stoke, and he was travelling here. And I met him at a pool on so one of the holidays. An Indian guy. Yeah. With a big Stoke City tattoo. This big tattoo. Big this big tattoo. So he, moved, he worked in Stoke. Yeah, he's a, he's a, yes, is and he's in, into construction over there, and he's making houses there, and he's I mean, making he can out a living of, like that. So you can find fans of Middlesbrough or Sunderland more than you can find uh, find fans of Manchester City here. Why? Why the Middlesbrough <laughs> fans? Because, <laughs> because like I worked with Fulham yeah. for about ten odd months. So I was in the communications team. So there are a lot of Fulham fans in the uh, in India, but no. The less city fans, they're growing. Yeah, they're, they're growing. growing. I mean, just I like mean, the club is growing, just like city is growing. Just for information, High Commissioner of uh, British, a British High Commissioner here, is also a Fulham fan. Yes, I know. Alex, I know. Alex, I play cricket with him. Do you? Yeah, I right. do. Right. Yeah. Okay. Now, <laughs> now listen to this. Two days ago, yep. a friend of mine who's a Fulham fan called okay. Ian Hawkey is a journalist. He's a brilliant journalist about European football. and he rang me up and he said I said I'm going to India yeah. and he said uh, I know this sounds extremely posh and pompous but my friend is the high commissioner yeah, there exactly he didn't tell me his name but you saying he is a Fulham fan yes i'm just putting the dots together putting yeah. it together. and one of my friends amar jano if you know him uh, he's a liverpool fan amar yeah. jano he lives in uk only okay. yeah i i know him like one of my friends he's a cousin of him What do you think of Manchester the city when you go there? Yeah. Why have you all gone quiet? 
What's wrong? I've been there, so yeah. I've, I've I've seen like I just went there just to watch the match and for the stadium tour. That is what I've done. And we sat at a bar, had a few beers, post the game because like it was just a one nil win and there was a lot of traffic. Okay. So once you once you leave after a game day, match day. It's bonkers. Like there's a lot of traffic, a lot of police on the road. Greater Manchester police is controlling the traffic and everything. But listen, listen, it's got nothing on any Indian city for traffic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I have a very, very niche story. My sister got stuck in Manchester during the pandemic, and I was the one who forced her to stay around the Old Trafford. I she eventually stayed in Salford for a month and a Your half. Your sister got stuck in Salford for the yes. pandemic. Yes. Yes. And. It was her uh, her experience in her words that it didn't feel like hostile. It was very welcoming. The Salford yeah, community yeah, was it, very welcoming. I think that's totally and, accurate. And, and I gave her a small cue that wherever you are stuck, just tell you are a Manchester United fan, and people will help you. In Salford, it's definitely yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely a big red area. I was about to say Robinho's quote that there is only one Manchester club that's United only. Yeah, he did. He, he, he knew about that. City when he was signing for them. I never I've never said this publicly, but I once interviewed Robinho for the front cover of a magazine. Okay. Uh, this would have been. 08 going into 09. Yeah. It's one of the most difficult interviews I've ever done in my life. You know, when you speak to someone who really doesn't want to be there talking to you. And it was nothing to do with, he, he didn't know I was, I was a United fan. Uh-huh. He just couldn't be asked. And that, that, if people can't make an effort in anything in life, then that's, that's um, pretty disappointing. So, can we have a pr- prediction for how Manchester United will do this season? So we speak just before the the Villa game, game, and you can be completely honest, so I want one or two words on the season so far, and then where will United finish this season? Top four with one trophy, I'll be happy with that. Bet you will. Yeah. Yeah. Africa. I'll be happy if I lived in the Taj Mahal, mate. One thing about the season so far, awful. You have expectations on your United fan. Yeah. Yeah. And it has been awful, but we're getting back on track. We're getting there. We might get there. Maybe. <laughs> the season has been tough, to be very fair, because of the entire rebuild that's happening behind the gates with the entire ownership ownership that's that's been changing hands. So it's it's a very debatable season, but I say we are finishing top four or fifth at best. We might qualify for the Champions League and next season I see us making a charge with Blob gone okay, obviously. optimism. Next and I, I was told that the, the Delhi Reds are a big fans of the Glazers. You have a flag? Let's be realistic. If uh, the takeover, takeover would not have been happening, Ten Hag would not be in the job at this moment. That is the, the reality of how things have been under the Glazer regime. Ole lost his job after uh, four Here's your different answer. Different. Here's your answer. Okay. So the, the boys are now showing me shirts with um, Glazers out written on the back of them. So, yeah. How will United finish this season? I would say we might finish in uh, Europa League places this year. That is being very hopeful because I don't know why. But we have not built on the last season. Like we should have, Eric should have instilled a playing style. But uh, because of the injuries, he was not able to. But as we have seen, and has persisted with his playing style uh, regardless of the injuries or the results. So, if uh, taking the last season into the account, we have backtracked. And if we finish in Europa League places, that is me being hopeful. What are you saying? Where will United finish this season? Quick prediction. Uh, very optimistically, could be four or five. And with the players like Kobe Mainu and 
Alejandro Garancho and Hull and they are all back in form. So we can, you know, hope for the best. Tell me some Indian music I could listen to. I'm really interested in your culture. I know that Bollywood is obviously huge. I eat your food. I want to tell me some music. Who's a big Indian star who can listen to? Yariman. Right? Yep. I'm just nodding because I, I don't know, do I? That's and why I'm asking. Then, um, Arijit Singh. Right. Yeah. If you, like, if someone dumps you or you're in a lonely place, you just listen to him. I've never been dumped, I don't know. If you want a wife, listen to AP Dillon. Okay. He's, uh, he's a big Punjabi act, uh, star at this moment. So he's being played all across the world in the UK as well at this point. And you all have different languages. It's not an yeah. accent yeah. thing yeah. here. Yeah. So just like 30 different languages in India. Or... More than 30. More than 30. Wow. Yeah. Different languages. And how many and languages would you lads typically speak? Because you all speak excellent three, English. Three. Two or three. 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 Two or three. 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 So one would be Hindi. That would be like one would be the native mother tongue that we'll have. Yeah. Then one would be English because like we yeah. Yeah. we're taught in school. And then what would be like a local language that maybe your father speaks or something like that wow yeah. so you all speak like three or four languages yes. yeah. yeah and like in the south what would they speak which you don't so, speak so they have lo- uh, they in, down south languages. there are multiple languages yeah, yeah. so every state, state or a county in I speak um, the language of uh, <laughs> Chennai but uh, I won't speak it because none of you will understand because <laughs> you're not from the Tamil, Tamil, yeah, yeah, I've heard it. So Tamil will be in Sri Lanka as well. Yeah, in Sri Lanka. Okay. So Tamil is the language. Okay. Yeah. That's the language. This is a history lesson for me as we go along here as well, boys. You know. Tell me one thing. After Sir Larynx has has left, yeah, you see this uh, culture that has developed at United. The first season with any new manager is good, full of hope and optimism. Moyes wasn't. It was terrible. Moyes, leave Moyes aside. But Bengal first season went well. After that, Jose the first season went well. With Ole the first season went well. With Ten Hag the first season went well, and everything starts to fall downward. Start going yeah. downward so, from the second yeah. season onward. In which ways? I don't think that we we were having a great season because if United are not winning the league. It's not a great season because the league demands consistency, and we were not consistent enough to win the league. So, so it's not a good season, no, in my opinion. I'm saying, I'm saying that things so are the, looking, yeah. op, things become are optimistic in the That's first season. Been life under the glazes. Hopefully, but the second season onwards, things start to go down. Yeah. What is this? Uh, what is it attributed to, according to you? I'm um, sure that all of the managers they they sack are not bad managers. They're good managers. They they don't their job. Then why are they not able to get the things out of the players in the second season or on the third season? This is life under the Glazers. Uh, for a very general answer, they they push to get the Champions League money, and then regress. And there has been a pattern, as you say. This season, to be fair to Tenag, the injuries have been really bad. Exactly. His recruitment. The recruitment has been really bad. Doesn't look great, does it? I hope it works out for him. Yeah. I really do. Oli Gunnar stood just behind us. So I've got to be careful what I say because he'll <laughs> smack me. <laughs> I suppose we should mention Ollie. I mean, he's been in great form, hasn't he? He's yeah. been talking to everyone. He's a lovely lad. He's he's ready to manage again. Would you have him back at Man United if Ten Hag? Okay, after after that night in Paris, I would definitely Paris. have him back. Yeah. 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 We Paris. Game, Except we, we were three in the night live. here in India, and we screened the game and we went. And there were two fifty people at three a.m. in the night. And we, they were beer spilling all over when uh, Dallow won the penalty, and then when Rashford scored it, nerves of steel. 
a 19 year old going Brilliant. in there and scoring. So how do you watch it on here? Which channels? So there is Star Sports yeah. and then there's Hotstar, which Thanks. is like a for you. Sony. 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 I, I do stuff for Sony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fat by the pitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. I, yeah. So we also see you by the pitch um, here, like on TV, Ten Sports. Yeah. But it, the problem they have is it's often really late in the night, so yeah. you're staying yeah. up and watching. We always it. stay up. We're, yeah. we're, we're Asian football fans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we have diabetes now. <laughs> right. So from the the Delhi Reds, I've loved talking to you all. It was only supposed to be five minutes, and I know that people will be listening to this on the way home from Aston Villa on the coaches and that. But isn't it wonderful that Manchester United can can do this? You know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Only club in the world which can do this. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Given that Ole is here. Yeah, you can, yeah. but it's been publicly recorded yeah sure so do Ask you think anything you Ronaldo want. should have been signed that particular season when Ronaldo signed I will be honest I was absolutely buzzing yeah. in hindsight I would probably say no okay same answer yeah, yeah. I was so buzzing when he, when he came on for his debut against Newcastle and then he scored those two goals I mean that was great that was the most amazing feeling seeing a legend go when you've loved him so much yeah. and then there's that's the homecoming feeling and then he scores two goals but then when you look how it panned out for him I guess he came he should have stayed for a season and he should have gone that where's, is, it, where's he gone we should get him on the podcast yeah, yeah, oh, there, there, is that him here yeah. is, oh, is he having pictures with people I'm not sure I think so. right I'm going to walk up to him yeah yeah let's just bump into him he's talking to different people getting different calls off different people there he is he's busy concentrating people are putting him onto the phone I asked him about Paris yeah, okay. right so I might as well tell this because he, wa- he won't mind uh, we, we want to listen to that as well right so yeah. I, I, was sat, I sat with him before and had a coffee with him mm-hmm. and uh, he said look at my phone and he, he scrolled back to March 19 and he's got a video on off on his phone mm-hmm. Of the dressing room in Paris. <laughs> How was it? Oh, <laughs> honestly, yeah. it's just, I'm excited saying it because it was that that night was so. I realised this might sound sad because mm-hmm. we didn't win it. I don't care. I know how I felt that night, and it yeah. was fucking brilliant. Um, so the whole dressing room, uh-huh. which is a big one because it's Paris and it's yeah. obviously designed by Louis Vuitton or whatever, okay. is bouncing around singing. Uh-huh. Ollie's at the wheel. Ollie's going inside. Ollie, let's call him for one minute. And then Eric Bailly mm-hmm. is the lead singer <laughs> who is the most mental of all of them. He's kicking pizza boxes around. Can we have Ollie for a minute? There he is. He's, he's a busy man. He's, he's a busy, busy man. man. I'll get him. Man of the moment. Yeah, he's. I mean, yeah. He's Maybe got, you can, uh, are you also flying back tonight? I'm not flying. I'm, I'm flying back tomorrow. Me, I'm okay. gonna. I'm gonna go out tonight in New Delhi. Okay. And I'm gonna compare the nightlife to Manchester directly. Okay. If it doesn't match up good, I'm gonna be disappointed. <laughs> I'm actually talking a load of shit because I'm too old to be doing that sort of stuff. Right. Once again, boys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you so, much. so much. Yeah. We love your company. So the New Delhi Reds, boys. Yeah. 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 Glory, glory, man United. Glory, glory, Man United! Glory, glory, Man United! As the Reds go marching on, on, on! How can you not love the New Delhi Reds? Of course you can.
Right, it's postscript from Aston Villa, United We Stand podcast. Um, last minute, well, it's not really last minute, minute winners, but what do you think of that? Big win, that. Needed that. Because I think it puts us three points behind now, doesn't it? So I needed that, especially if, if, if it does end up only being top four, that like gets uh, Champions League next year. In terms of the manner of the result, it was a strange game when I thought in the first half we were totally on top. They had spells, but I thought we were completely in control. Yeah, lost it second half. Yeah, when they scored their goal, that's when it seemed like they got on top of them a bit. And then obviously, like you seen with Onana when he had the ball, it looked like just nobody was actually moving for him at one point. And then it eventually, we just started getting more movement. McSorley um, coming on though now lately, being like basically the second forward, is working out well. I think as well for us. It was interesting when it because we were so slow in that build up. Yeah, and then all of a sudden we went bang, 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 and it was in the back of the net. I'm not sure. Can you stand to watch football like that? <laughs> Come on, Wolf. Come on. <laughs> when you sort of come back and hit them on the break like that, that's what sort of United are about. You look back at the old counter-attacking goals. It's typical United. Was it counter-attacking though, or was it did we bore them into submission? I think we bore them into play it past them into sleep it's almost Van Galway's and then all of a sudden we've sprung into life and before you know it's back of the net to be able to do that you have to have attacking players of quality and clearly Garaccio is some player and he created a lot of chances today standout player yet again it proves time and time again that he belongs where he belongs in the team and he deserves his place in the team like took me through Dalot pacey again he just um United's fastest player this season. Couldn't believe it. When Eddie said to me before that who's United's fastest player this season, and I said straight away, Delot. Yeah, no one else got that. Dalot's United's fastest player this season. He gets a lot of stick for how bad he is defensively, but today he was brilliant. Bra- Bram was mint today. <laughs> I, Bra- I thought Bram was good today. Bram does not know how deep he goes. Maguire and Shaw sure went off injured, that's another problem though. Now yeah, we've got two two of our back, back four out. We everything that they created came down that um our, our left there right, didn't it? And you've got a centre half at left back. We didn't want to change Dalit round because he was having such a good game, I would have thought. Um no one Basaka covering again aren't we we're going into games covering for that back four we must be able to find somebody who can play there well that's what we need with Jim Radcliffe now coming in we're hoping anyway that something's going to come in where we're going to have a bit of a fan aren't we but time will tell won't we I suppose but that's what we actually need to look at now we're looking at depth in that squad you need someone you're going to look at long term replacements for Ferran and Casemiro obviously and then you're looking at another striker you're looking at another couple of full packs because Juan Bissaka I don't think he'll be there next season because he's got to get a look at the moment I think it'll be a quite a clear that won't it but in terms of um, in terms of having a, a settled back four, yeah, we've not had one all season. We got one back for one week or whatever, and now we're back into that. We've got some good games coming up now, though, where we can sort of we've got to go to City soon. No, that's a big one. We've got to go there. Well, we're hoping anyway we're the closer to the top four, and we're in the top four anyway by then. We'll face it. Yeah, because I think Villa didn't show that much today, did they? Well, they lost three in the balance. Though. They went a year unbeaten at home. And then they've gone, they've lost the last three at home now, haven't they? So they lost to Newcastle, Chelsea, now us. So they look like they're starting to fall, they're starting to drop off a bit now. So hopefully that's a good chance for us then to start pushing. And hopefully we stay, we stay out of Newcastle as well. Yeah.
the top three are probably sealed Sorry, off now. So it is that fourth, and whether we get a fifth. Yeah. Um, I presume we will get a fifth to be honest, because it looks like it's depending on how well they do in the Europa Conference thing, and then you got the others in the Europa League, and then Arsenal, Arsenal City will probably go quite far in the Champions League. So I presume that fifth place will end up being in the Champions League spot to be honest. Um, in terms of Wayans, thought it was quite good today. Yeah, we, were, we were bottom compared to some of them we've had like this year, like Forest in particular, that was the worst one I've seen. But we were as good today, so it wasn't too bad for once. But hopefully it carries on being half decent, especially. Yeah, it went flat after everyone scored. It did. I think it was hard to get it going to be Yeah, it was disappointing though, wasn't it, to to have done all that hard work and then to let them just just. It was hard to get it going today, though. I think. Did you? Were you upper or lower? I think the person who needs a lot of credit and he'll get a lot of pillars, it's not just Colbert, but I think Ten Hag does. He gets a lot of stick and gets slagged off for some, some, poor, some poor decisions with substitutions and gets, gets criticised for his game management. But look at the plays we've had out, the injuries we've had. I feel like I'm missing out because it seems like everyone is either starting a side hustle or becoming their own boss. And you know what they're hearing a lot? Cha-ching, it's the sound of another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run and grow your business. Shopify is a commerce platform revolutionising millions of businesses worldwide. Whether you're selling football programmes, well, just about anything, Shopify simplifies selling online and in person so you can successfully grow your business together. You could be selling flags fine art prints, well, there's all types of categories, almost anything. It covers all your sales channels from a shop front ready POS system to its all-in-one e-commerce platform. Shopify even gets you selling across social media marketplaces like Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. It's full of industry-leading tools ready to ignite your growth. Shopify gives you complete control over your business and your brand without learning new skills in design or coding. And thanks to award-winning and with extensive business course library, Shopify is ready to support your success every step of the way. What's lovely about Shopify is that no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify will be there to empower you with the confidence and control to take your business to the next level. It's time to get serious about selling and get Shopify today. This is a possibility powered by Shopify. Sign up for a £1 per month trial period at shopify.co.uk forward slash united, all in lowercase. Go to shopify.co.uk forward slash united to take your business to the next level today. Shopify.co.uk forward slash united. People going missing. We always have the issues with different players. Rashford's been very off but at the end of the day he's held it all together we've sort of a bit of grit determination through a few results and now we're starting to get players back the results have turned around the goals are coming got to trust the process it, is that it that he's always said there was a process and we've has he not really been able to affect what he wanted to do because actually the football that we see today which when it was 1-1 and we weren't attacking and we were so sort of like allowing them just to stand off us not really knocking the ball not being quickly that's not what we expect is it and I think you know maybe as he come in and gone oh god I've got to play a certain way and actually he's thought you know what if I'm going to go down 
then I need to go down playing the football that I know that I want to play, which is you let them come at you, then you pass through them, and it's all slow. And then one minute, like you said about Van Gaal's football, you find that one chance, that one thing, and you make sure you put it away. Because that's what happened today. All of a sudden, it was in the back of the net, and we hadn't actually broken into sweat. It was, it's all like bored him into it. Yeah. Absolutely bored them into it. They were sort of statues, of, just like we were at times up front. The ball was getting knocked about, slow backwards, pulled them out, pulled them out, and all of a sudden, bam, bam, bang them. We so, at some points in that second half, though, it didn't feel like we could move the ball forward. We just we felt it. Just, it was a, it's all we, we were stuck in the middle of the pitch, passing it back, passing it back to the middle, straight back. Back to the middle, it just felt like we couldn't move. Yeah, I mean that's what obviously they're doing in training, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Because it wasn't like, like yeah, letting an arm have as much of the ball as he wants. Although his distribution isn't great, the he had a good game today. Oh, he made two had a fantastic good games today. Yeah. Considering he can, he's got. He's, he's definitely got a goal in him, hasn't he, Anana? Yeah. Um, but there was two saves, particularly the one from Watkins, which, which oh, was just close range. Absolutely. Yeah, that was good. Right, we've been talking about at the back, there's a process. Ten Hag's obviously starting to stamp an authority on his team, whereby it's a little bit more patient in the build up. Um, where would you stand with that? Because there was some impatience when we were just one one. Yeah. No, I, I get it. However, I don't think we can go through a full season like that because teams will quickly know how to play against us, which they have for most of the season, to be fair. I thought today we were the better team, to be honest. Um, yeah, the spells didn't develop really for... 10-15 minutes but I thought we were generally the better side his, yeah. re- his reliance on bringing McTominay on is a bit concerning but it's working though isn't it it is working to be fair you know he's not he wouldn't be in my first 11 and anyone who listens to the pod knows it wouldn't be in my first 11 but it- he's come on and he's affecting some of the play which is what you want him to do getting on the end of things um, even when Hoyland's on the pitch he's the one that's getting on the end of it I don't know if his runs are better or he's a bit you know he's got a bit lucky uh, you know got a bit lucky with a couple of his gambles but at least he's gambling and getting in the right place the worry for me with McTominay is he comes on as a midfielder but they play him as a striker and you just lose all shape in midfield yeah. so it's alright today where he gets an header in the you know 10 minutes before the end of the game but when you relying on him to be a midfielder it just doesn't happen and you lose shape in the middle of the game in the middle of the pitch sorry and it takes one ball to take half the team out which has been 90% of the goals we've conceded all year so I kind of get what he, what he's trying to do with McTominay but it, it's the time of the place and today it works other times it's not done I can't remember what game it was at Old Trafford earlier in the season where he came on and it was a shit show on it but yeah I, I kind of get it but at the same time I don't so, uh, but I think we were good today. I thought we were the better team. Um, it's a really big win, though. Don't you? Oh yeah, massive. Yeah, I think especially with uh, Martinez out. Like we've seen it before the game, haven't we? Martinez being out is a massive miss for us. And we just need to pick up points now. It's the only time we, in the whole year that we've had a relatively, you know, fully fit squad, with the exception of Martinez. But if we if we carry on playing now with 90% of the squad fit 
then see where we get to in March or April time. Well, we need a good cup run, don't we? I mean, yeah, we need... It's that we've not got as many tickets for the um, that FA Cup at Forest than we'd hoped for. What is it, four and a bit? They gave us four or two, which... Well, it's actually, I think they should have given us something like six. They should have given us only. It's always the story that though, isn't it? They always give us less than we're entitled to. But we need to, we need, we need to win that game, don't we? Oh yeah, we need. To be honest, we need to win the FA Cup. We need a trophy this year. This, this season's going to be a dismal, abysmal in terms of where we finish. Because I think, regardless, we're not going to finish top four. We might finish fifth, sixth, maybe. I don't know. Well, the only thing we're, we've caught up now on Villa. Villa have lost three home games on the track when they haven't. We've gone twelve months without losing. We're now we're now in touch with them. What is it now? We're how many points? Ahead of New how many points? Uh, to be honest, I'm not even looked at the table know. for a lot of long. No idea. I don't really. <laughs> We're not first. No, exactly. But we come from right here, though, don't we? I know. For me, the the whole top... I I get the economics of it all, but the whole top four thing for me is a load of shite. Anyway, you either win the league or you don't. If you finish second or you finish 19th, it's... Well, 17th, because you obviously don't want to get relegated, but it's kind of irrelevant where you finish in between. Obviously, the money side of it has come into it, and then finishing the top four is a big thing, but... Yeah, we're obviously not going to win the league this year, so we do need to go for it. But yeah. I, I'm being a hypocrite there, but we need to, don't we? Right, so winnable game against Luton. Yeah. Winnable game against Forest. And yeah. Winnable, then is it Fulham at home? Yeah. And then a winnable game against them Blue Bastards. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we, we can go there. If you put all those points away, you can go in there and you've got a free hit at them, haven't you? You know, you don't you have, have to it. get a point. You don't have to get three points. You just want it more than they do. Yeah, yeah. They're flat, yeah. aren't they? I mean, we talk about. You know, yeah. If you look at, you know, Paul, you said to me a minute ago about Villa fans. Yeah, fickle, fickle. Is that the word you use for them? Pricks. Part time bastards. Oh, sorry, excuse me, friends, but they are part timers. Between them and between them, though, today and. They're just like, uh, as a fan set, they've always like, I've always been a bit perplexed about why I hate them as much as I do, because it's only Aston Villa and they've got nothing to do with me. But, but I find them just, just appalling fans. But in terms of City, again, yesterday, we're going to go hopefully on the back of three or four wins. They, they're trying to whip up a crowd at home. They've lost something, haven't they? At yeah, yesterday, yesterday was comical with City. There was the picture doing the rounds on Twitter, and it's usually oh, we was all at half time, we was all getting pints because we. No, I know. We were talking about it because we were saying we've got Luton next week winnable, Forest away in the cup winnable, yeah, Fulham at home winnable. It's usually a blip. I just said to Tom, I think something's happening a bit better, but there's still a blip in them. In our team, yeah. The midfield, the midfield. Because I know because probably helping the young kid a lot, but we don't. Yeah. See as much, but it's. Uh, it was brave to leave them both on though, wasn't it? After they both got yellow cards. Yeah, but that's a job. That's a job, mate. That referee was looking for an excuse, though. You felt to, to get worried of one of them. But, but they're staying on. What we're saying here, though, is if we get those wins, we get a free hit going there, and I think we could do something there because I don't think they're as good as they are, and they're flat, and I think. This season is, is set up. Just, just you know, have you ever seen it? No, all black, yeah. Do you, you not think Liverpool yeah. are set up to win this league this year? No. Do you know every you decision at the game? Set you win it, mate. Hey? Set you win it. Do you think? I think. I don't want them to. We we hope. Uh, we hope. But I, I, 
City have got 15 or 16 games in a month where they'll just win every game. But they've got the squad. The squad. A squad wins the league. The squad wins the league. Yeah, but Arsenal got a good result. West Ham today. Yeah, no, they come off a back on few bad results. West Ham at home. Yeah, but they've had their bad spell then. Put it that way. Why do you think City's going to have a bad spell? I don't. He's ready pounce. It's better. Bringing it back to the point about being flat. The comedy of yesterday, and I know it's always been a kind of a wind up with them lot about empty seats and all the rest of it. But the, the picture doing rounds on Twitter yesterday, half an hour half an hour into the game, and it was dead, absolutely dead. No, no, I'm not, I'm not on about atmosphere. I mean, I'm not on about atmosphere. I'm on about there was no. Well, there was obviously people there, but the amount of empty seats, considering they've just won the treble, they've got the amount of tourists, blah 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 blah. They might have officially the sold out. They might have officially sold out, but fucking hell. They might, they might sell out. But they don't actually have people who buy the seats. Did you see it yesterday? There's nobody who buys those tickets. Did you see it yesterday? Half an hour into the game. No, no, I didn't. I've seen the picture doing the rounds on Twitter, the same as everyone else. Usually, you get the same picture. I wish we, yeah. I wish we was where they are now, then. Of course. Of course, I'm going to watch them. So that's the United We Stand podcast from, um, or the end of it. Um, just with a few thoughts post game. Have a good week. Thanks.